Hello and welcome to another episode of Pixel Pals. My name is Anna Dude, and today I am not joined by my friend Zach. Instead, I have an interview with Stella Joe, where we talk about the Legend of Zelda games and how we grew up with them and what we like best about them. Next week, we do have a special episode for you where we're going to be kind of talking about the history of the Legend of Zelda games. Me and Zach will be there for that one. So make sure to stay tuned. Uh, make sure to follow us on Twitter because we post a lot of updates on if episodes get delayed, which this one will be a little bit delayed, and I apologize for that. So without further ado, here is our conversation with Stella Joe. Hello and welcome to Pixel Pals. My name is Xana Dude, and I'm joined by a special guest today. There is no Zach, but even better, I'm joined by Stella Joe. Stella Joe, how are you doing today? Hello, I'm good. Uh, today I will be auditioning for the role of Zach. <laughs> it is an easy part to get. Uh, wow. <laughs> no, I, see, I can talk a lot of crap because he's not here to you know say anything. Um, we're going to be talking about here to defend himself. <laughs> yeah. God. He'll listen to it. Um, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna be talking about Zelda today. We did do a Zelda episode that was like our second episode, but the audio was really bad. And I've played a lot more Breath of the Wild since then. So without further ado, we're gonna hop right into it. Stella Joe is a content creator, streamer, YouTube video essayist, um, and I because you're doing your cars Maybe. video essay. Okay, <laughs> I'm really excited for that. By the way. Um, but yeah, how is your Friday going? We normally record on Mondays, so it's weird that we're recording like right by the weekend. So mm. how's it going so far? It's going pretty good. I woke up this morning thinking that I had like slept in all day. Like I woke up sort of in that uh, that sort of frantic way when you wake up and you, you feel like you've slept in too late and it was nine in the morning. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> like, like, okay. Oh, okay. Well, I guess I have the whole day ahead of me. Uh, I took myself out for a little bit of walkies because uh, yeah. it's nice out today. For my stupid mental health. <laughs> <laughs> for my god awful mental health. Uh, I got a bagel. It was delicious. Okay. Uh, I got some editing done, and now I'm doing this. Nice. Yeah. Uh, it, it's nice. It's nice over here too. It is April Fool's Day, um, so this isn't oh, a joke is. episode. We're all serious today. Although I've seen some pretty weird takes online I already. I actually never make jokes ever. I don't. I've I don't never either. Even told a joke. And I, our, our trusted, I don't know. Um, I've seen some discourse like on Twitter about how it's the first day of like autism awareness month. And then and now it's April fool's day, like a day where people are going to make yeah. like, horrible takes that like, if someone was Ugh. autistic, they may have a hard time like distinguishing whether or not yeah, it's real yeah. or not. So I was like, what? I never thought about that, but this is why we live in New Um, so yeah. no, I didn't do any jokes today. My life is already a joke. That was what I tweeted earlier. Wow. Okay, Stella Joe, what was the deep. first Zelda game that you've <laughs> ever played? And we can talk about it and let's see if I played that one. The first Zelda game that I ever played was Twilight Princess. Ooh. And to be honest, I do not remember a lot of it because I played it in middle school and... I, this is getting really deep really fast <laughs> have blocked a lot of middle school memories from my brain <laughs> as we all have yes uh, so I actually have been thinking about going back and playing it but I don't know how to do that because it was on a on the Wii yeah and I could, don't have a Wii 
Um, I could emulate it. I yeah, guess. you could probably emulate it. But like, there, there's like a lot of speculation out there that they're going to re- since there's not going to be they delayed Breath of the Wild two till next yeah. year. So they release a Zelda game every year. They're gonna. I'm thinking I'd put money on it that they're gonna remaster. release. They're gonna release a remaster of Wind Waker or Twilight Princess or both. I'd um, be down for that though. I how what were your what were your feelings about the the delay announcement? I. I kind of I, I like I don't know if I say I saw it coming, but like yeah. Breath of the Wild is a whole ass game. Like it's a big game. There's they got <laughs> and, and like they're they're yeah. uh, going to improve upon a lot of the core like gameplay mechanics. So I'm not Definitely. surprised. Nintendo puts stuff out like all the time. Like yeah, people were mad. I'm like Nintendo releases like ten games a year. I'm not surprised yeah, that yeah. this one is the one that gets delayed though. I was I was also kind of expecting an announcement like that i was expecting it towards like when e3 would have been um or at e3 if they were gonna do e3 this year which r.i.g sad but whatever it's fine (laughs) um so i was expecting like some form of announcement but i am always of the opinion that it's like if you're gonna take longer to like not uh you know crash and burn your employees and make the game better then that's fine by me yeah <laughs> if i could have that game tomorrow i would take it happily but we won't so that's okay <laughs> and like the game you know development industry there's like all these horror stories like yeah, uh, exactly. you know project red and like all these other companies that are like you don't have a social life anymore you're gonna work 80 hours a week because this game needs to come out at a certain time or else people are gonna get very upset and i'm like listen it's not that deep yeah. It's pixels on the screen. We can wait. We can. That is so true. <laughs> oh my God. Based. <laughs> but um, Twilight Princess, I'm glad Zach's not here because Zach has this weird distaste for Twilight Princess. I don't Why? think it's the best. I don't know. He just doesn't like it. We did the if we did the whole Zelda episode and I kind of like meekly agreed with him. I was like, oh, because we ranked all the Zelda games. And I'm like, you know, it's not the one that like really stood out for me. Like I'm not yeah. going to fight for it, but I enjoyed it. I thought that it was like, you know, brought like a lot of dark, not like darkness. It wasn't like scary per se, but like it was a Zelda game. That's like not all sunshine and rainbows. Not, I mean, you know, breath of the wild is not all sunshine and rainbows either, but like, I like the fact that there was like darker themes. Like it looked darker. It kind of felt more mature per se than, you know, coming right off of wind waker, but it did. Well, do you know the story of when people got really mad about wind waker when it first got announced uh i think i've read something a while ago but i'd be glad to get a little refresher so before wind waker um and you said you you had <laughs> pulled up a list of the zelda games so i don't remember the exact order of the in which these games were released so correct me if i'm wrong but before wind waker was ocarina maybe it was uh What's the, what was the order? There's a, okay, so it goes. There's a few before Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, yeah. uh, Oracle of Seasons and Ages, and then a link right. to the past Four Swords. Okay, but the last okay. two of those were so hand-pass. yeah. So the in taking out uh, Oracle of Swords and Seasons and whatever they're called, um, the I feel like when people talk about the main Zelda games, they're like Ocarina, Majora's, Wind Waker. I like to think of console games. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So like thinking about Ocarina and and, uh, Majora's Mask, both of those like were these very like grand stories of Zelda that like took themselves very seriously. And uh, 
I think the graphical uh, evolution wasn't there yet to really capture how seriously it was taking itself. Like if you look back at Ocarina, like I'm sorry, that game does not look good at all. That dude is three polygons stacked (laughs) on top of each other. Like it is, it does not look. It's all triangles. Yeah, exactly. Um, But it was taking itself very seriously. And so people uh, after after Majora's Mask and they were waiting for the new like mainline Zelda game and I don't remember what convention they were at but they had previewed this incredible very uh lifelike Zelda game of Link fighting a sort of Ganon look-alike of like this big pig monster and it looked awesome it looked very hyper realistic it looked amazing and people were like oh my god this is where Zelda's going it's going to be this incredible like very realistic looking fantasy game and then wind waker comes out and it's fucking toon lake and a kid with a giant snot bubble hanging out of its nose and a farting pig and it's like that's a goofy ass game (laughs) yeah and i love wind waker don't get me wrong but people were not very happy to see that after being promised this like hyper realistic dark fantasy game uh which is a shame because Wind Waker is awesome. <laughs> Wind Waker is probably one of my favorites. Like it's definitely it's top so three good. For me. It's so great, except for when you have to go and find all of the Triforce pieces in the ocean. That part oh my. sucks ass. <laughs> it's, like Wind Waker has really highs for me and like really lows. Like I love yeah. like the like the aesthetic, like the gameplay is fun, but like the whole boat thing, like that's your not like that's your guardian. You know, you yeah, the boat yeah, that yeah, talks yeah. to you. I was like, I hated sailing. I hated. <laughs> I hate absolutely hated it. I hated it was, sailing. The world is an ocean, and you yeah. hate sailing. And it's one of the more like annoying like companions. I mean, we all. I, that's one thing that like I like that Breath of the Wild kind of did away with. It's like it's the we're companions. not we're yeah. not going to give you this annoying thing that's yeah. going to follow you around and treat you like yeah, yeah, yeah. you blanked. You know, you shut the game off, then you completely forgot about everything that happened. Mm-hmm. So that's something that I definitely don't miss. But Twilight Princess was like what people wanted you know after that and exactly. i feel i feel like they were kind of justifiably so but yeah, yeah. I, I mean i think twilight princess it was the first one i played it was also it's also like not my favorite i would say like go after i played twilight princess i played link to the past and that is one of my all-time favorite zelda games the snes one and yeah. like that game is so good i've been replaying it recently um and <laughs> my roommates have been watching me play it and calling it their own personal stream yeah. which is <laughs> yeah. delightful um and that game is just great that game is great there's one boss in that game oh my god i'm so mad that i like can't remember any of the names of anything I, that's okay but there's there's one boss in that game where uh oh it's Mo- moth not mothra that's from <laughs> godzilla <laughs> Mo- mothula something like that it's it's like the boss room is surrounded by spikes that like shoot out from all directions. The floor is moving. The dude is shooting laser beams at you. It's just bullet hell of yeah. a boss fight. And in my most recent playthrough of Link to the Past, I was like stacking myself to the nines with fairies and potions. And I had caught a bee. And if you don't know, <laughs> Or anyone that's listening, if you don't know, if you catch a bee and you release it near an enemy, it will go fight that enemy for you. <laughs> and I swear to God, I only won that boss fight because that bee hit it like four times. It was awesome. And you were, that bee. you were correct. It is Mothula. Oh, um, I, had to, I had to look it up because I, um, 
But I think me and Zach rated A Link to the Past as the best Zelda game of all time. I think that's the one that won. It's, it's just easily my favorite yeah. out of the whole series. Um, then they remastered it, which was dope. It, okay, it, so the remaster is my second favorite. Okay, yeah. Well, Link's Between Worlds. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. It is. It is. Um, it's incredible. <laughs> there, there is something that I don't like about Twilight Princess. It is like it takes itself like even more seriously than Ocarina of Time does Absolutely. Like, to the point where it's like, okay, but like, there's gotta be something fun in here. No darkness all the time. You're a wolf now. <laughs> like it just took, it took itself so seriously. Yeah, The the combination of taking itself so, so seriously. And also you turn into a dog yeah. and he's like, I'm a big scary <laughs> dog now. You have to take this seriously. And like, I thought what? that the dog combat was like pretty unintuitive where it's just like, you just lock on an enemy and then you punch it with your face. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, okay, but <laughs> I liked how you could switch back and forth. That was good. What are your thoughts on Skyward Sword? Love that or hate it? I, 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 uh, Skyward Sword makes me so mad. <laughs> it makes me, makes me so mad. Everything about it is just like, just so mad. Just, I hate it. I hate it so much. First off, I haven't played it on the Switch. So this is all of my experience of playing it on the Wii which I don't know what Nintendo's obsession with motion controls is, but they need, to, they need to pull whatever stick is up their ass out that is like locking them into wanting to use motion controls because it is rotting their brains. <laughs> like Motion controls are so bad. They're so bad. And so Skyward Sword was just unplayable for me because all you would do is just sit there and waggle this Wiimote around and it was like, oh, use this like combat as if you're actually wielding a sword. And it's like, I'm wielding a Wiimote. <laughs> in I'm my holding a Wiimote in my, in my basement hand. And I'm in 15, <laughs> my like... mom's basement. Like, I don't need to be this immersed in the video game. I don't need this annoying sword to talk to me every single time. There's just so many quality of life things about that game that I hated. Yeah. But I also hated that the sky was brown. <laughs> yeah. I, the, like I thought the lore in it was fun because you're like, oh, this is like the like the prequel of the prequel. Yeah, it's like, yeah, 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 which is really cool. Like I have the Hyrule Historia and I like read through that and I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, I love looking at the art and everything. But like playing the game, it frustrates me to no end. I remember yeah. playing it. Me and my brothers would like switch off playing it. And I remember one time I literally walked downstairs and a Wiimote was like stabbed into our drywall, like in our no basement. shot. And my brother was just oh like, I God. can't with this game. And I'm like. Okay, maybe we take a break now. But it was incredibly yeah. frustrating and they totally dropped the ball. They could have released, you know, they had like those Wiimote accessories for like certain games. Mm -hmm. Like uh, I remember Wii Sports having like the most of them. They didn't even like release like a sword adapter. Like if they want you right. to feel like you're going to do a sword, you could just slap a Wiimote into a plastic sword and at least maybe I'll feel cooler, but I don't feel <laughs> cool doing this at all. Cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think... The issues that I have with Skyward Sword are that I can see what they were going for a lot of the time. So like you have to go back to these regions and like retread like known ground. But every time you had to do that, it wasn't more interesting. Yeah. <laughs> like, if anything, it was just, it, it was the same. Right. Exactly. And so what that turned into was like just oh I, I go to the same three areas four areas and that's the entire game I, I fight the same boss with little goopy feet four times and and he doesn't even have eyes like 
<laughs> like what the heck? <laughs> half half the game felt like a chore or like a yes, list of things. That, I'm just gonna do it because that's what the game yeah. telling me to do. It's I not mean, fun. But... Zelda Zelda is no stranger to having you retread ground. I mean, going back to Wind Waker, you have to go back to the Forbidden Fortress way later in the game yeah. to go like with your first like encounter with Ganon, and that one is great because. In the first time you're in the Forbidden, or the is it the Forbidden Fortress, the Forsaken Fortress? Now I don't remember that. <laughs> you keep going. I'm gonna have an answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, when you go to the fortress the first time, you lose your sword, and the whole thing is a sneaking mission, and you have to sneak around the enemies because you have no weapon to defend yourself, and so you interact with the environment in such a way that is like so different from the second time when you do have your sword and shield, and you can just go in and mess everybody's day up. And you just feel like uber powerful. And like, that's also, I think the first time you fight Phantom Ganon. Yeah. And so it's like, you're coming back to this area that you have been to before, but you have this like new energy with it. And Skyward Sword never had that ever. No, uh, it was the Forsaken Fortress. And fair enough. <laughs> uh, Ocarina of Time does the same thing, like extremely well, because you have young Link and old Link. Right. Young Link and Link. You know what I mean? It's the same map. You're doing the same. DLC. You have, you know, the same map, the same areas, but it's, you know, when you're younger, it's like lively. And then when you're older, right. zombies. Right. So they're, they, they've done this before. They just really dropped the ball on Skyward Sword. Yeah. Also, why was that the one that they remade for the Switch? There's like, oh, this is what people wanted. Yeah. This is the one that people really like. I don't know really who was asking for that. Hey, if you're out there and you were like, Skyward Sword on the Switch like made my Christmas, like please tweet me because yeah. I want to meet you because you're an enigma. You're I wanna, one in a million. I want to understand. <laughs> I, I want to understand. understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, I, yeah. <laughs> and okay, so right now you are currently, um, did you beat Ganon on stream? Did you? I finish? did. Okay, okay. I but did. this was recently. It, yeah, this was just recently. last week. Okay, Last so you played it. through the entire breath of, and you did all shrines, correct? I did. Okay, yeah. which yeah. is a feat because when I played Breath of the Wild, um, it has been revealed on the podcast. My biggest secret is that I never beat Breath of the Wild. I got all the divine beasts, and then my, I, <laughs> dude, then I, my best friend in the world has over four hundred hours in Breath of the Wild and has never touched Ganon. Once. That makes me feel so much better because, because I all they do in that game is just run around. They're yeah. in a playthrough of that game where they refuse to fast travel. So they're walking oh, everywhere. That's fun. That's Still don't fun. want to be Ganon. Yeah. yeah. So I haven't beat it yet. Um I bar I had to give Zach's copy of Breath of the Wild back. So maybe I'll just buy mm -hmm. it for myself. I have more time now. <laughs> Um, but Breath of the Wild is like a total departure from what we knew about Zelda. And that's why yeah. I think everyone loved it. Um, what do you hope are some like changes for Breath of the Wild too? We can speculate. It's not going to come out for another year. Like what do you, what would you want to have? You just did a playthrough. It's fresh in your mind. Yeah. What are you looking forward to? Yeah. I, so have you played the DLC at all? I've watched people play the DLC. Okay. So you know, you know what the first part I'm thinking of the, the Champions Ballad DLC, not the Master Trials. Um, at the first part of the Champions Ballad DLC, you're given this like insane weapon called the Obliterator. <laughs> and it's such a cool concept because uh this is, I guess this is spoilers, but it's at the very beginning of the DLC. So you don't have to it's, it's, it's it, not the game's spoilers. been out for a very long time. We're in you know what? That's true. No spoiler warnings. <laughs> um, um 
the whole first section of the DLC is you're back on the Great Plateau. Again, retreading ground in a new way. Thank you, Nintendo. <laughs> Learning from your mistakes of Skyward Sword and you re-release it anyway. Okay, interesting. Um, anyway, you're back on the Great Plateau and it takes away all your items like uh, when you go to Eventide um, and it gives you this obliterator. So you're butt-ass naked. You have no items. I don't think you even have access to the runes. Maybe that's a lie. I think you do have access to the runes. And you have this obliterator which can kill things in one hit. But you have no armor. So you have to be sort of strategic about it because there's dudes with arrows and lizards that can you know shoot their spit at you or whatever um but it can kill everything in one hit (laughs) and i would love to see more of that kind of like new tech kind of thing because there's all of these hints in the original breath of the wild about sort of like ancient technology they call the guardians ancient technology yeah the, the divine beasts are this ancient tech and it's like they don't know anything about it and i i no, there is more. There's more ancient tech. I want to see more of the ancient tech. I want to see the different weapons. I want to see different, you know, like mechanical pieces, all that stuff. I want to see so much more of that. Because they would... go on, like, if in from if, if if the trailer is any indication that they're like underground, I'm hoping that there's like more of that kind of stuff buried yeah. underground. And like the fact that there's like several NPCs who are like, my whole job is to research the ancient tech in the yes, Guardians. Yes, and I'm yeah. going to sell you art, like armor made from their husks. Right. So I think that that would definitely be like canonically, like very possible that they have like, and they're maybe even like alluding to it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, is there any characters that you'd like to see returning? Oh my gosh. I just want so much more of Zelda all the time. What and about I'm the so... woman who's in love with the pot? Do you think that she's going to come back? What? Remember, uh, there's a woman who's Oh, like my a... God. No, <laughs> yeah. she's not in love with the pot. She's in love with the ball. Oh, a ball. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. She's in love with the ball. That was yeah, a stream that... that I was watching. And you were, and I, I had never seen yeah. that person before. And I was like, oh, my God. What a weirdo. Yeah, she's holding on to one of the orbs that like unlocks a shrine. And all she wants to see is pictures of guardians. And she's like literally talking to this ball as if it's a... A living being yeah I, I, she's my number one i want to play as <laughs> she's her. my ride or die <laughs> no i mean i think i don't know zelda princess zelda i would kill or die for like i love her so much and it makes me so mad that so many people when the game came out were like oh my god she's a mary sue and it's like no she's not she's not <laughs> Take her name out your mouth because you clearly don't understand any nuance of, you know, growing up with such responsibility, unearned responsibility. And uh, I think her as a character and her sort of like coming into her own that you don't see in the original game that you get in like little hints throughout the game. I mean, now that she's like out of Ganon's clutches, like I just I just want her to like be a full character <laughs> yeah i i would love like like i don't know i don't know how they could do it but you know several storylines maybe going on at once were like hey you get to play a zelda and like oh Zelda, my Zelda's God. like a spellcaster like zelda yes. has like sorceries <laughs> like it's going to be different type of movesets but, i've like, what's talked stopping about this them? <laughs> so much so have you ever played this is a totally different game have you ever played the ps4 spider-man yes you made spider-man game you know the the mary jane levels where you have to yes. like, sneak around yeah. and take pictures yeah so I would love in Breath of the Wild if they got separated 
and you went back and forth between Link and Zelda. It didn't even have to, it wouldn't even have to be a 50-50 split. It could be 60-40, 70-30, whatever. <laughs> it could be a couple, it could be just a couple missions that yeah. you play as Zelda. Just give me, you know, anything, Nintendo, please. Um, and I've said the exact same thing, that she's a magic caster. Yeah. Or she has the Sheikah Slate and she's got different runes or something. I mean, like, she is in Super Smash Brothers and, like, you know what I mean? So she has powers that are, you know, canonically equal to other fighters in the universe. It would make sense. And I think a lot of people would enjoy it because, like, you can only play the same story over and over again. Link saves Zelda. Yay. Like, yeah. I mean, the one time I think, like, she's very clearly shown herself to be capable, not only from Breath of the Wild, but just in the series as a whole. Because, I mean, even going back to people's all-time favorite game, which is not my all-time favorite game, but is, you know, I think a majority of Zelda fans' favorite game, Ocarina, she's chic. Yeah. She, hello? (laughs) Yeah. That that was awesome. Like, Like, that reveal was incredible. And, like, so very like it it made it so clear to the audience like oh zelda's a capable person but then i guess every dude bro in america sort of collectively forgot that fact <laughs> and she got sort of fridged a little they bit selective memory they want to remember yeah. what they want to remember yeah um i would like uh for breath of the wild too i would love like i mean they already did such a good job of like variating the shrines and like the little puzzles and stuff like that Mm -hmm. i can only imagine how crazy some of these like shrine puzzles are going to be in breath of the wild too like they've had a lot of time to like look at the feedback like see how people interacted with them Mm -hmm. and then oh my god i I do sort of miss the big temples though yeah part of me misses the big temples and part of me wanted Hyrule Castle and the original Breath of the Wild to be sort of like that. Um, but the ability to sort of climb everything didn't really lend itself to that because yeah. you could just sort of skip areas, um, which is fine. Um, but I I don't know. The, like, I think back to some of the the cooler like dungeons or temples and i do sort of miss it (laughs) yeah i think that like they could definitely incorporate both i i liked the divine beast i just didn't like how i mean they kind of felt short like especially if like there was somewhere i got stuck on that i'm like oh i'm gonna look up a guide real quick just for this one part because like i'm really stuck on this (laughs) and then i would be like oh i'm like about to finish it oh my god like i didn't know that i was one step away i would have kind of struggled with it a little bit more um yeah i also would love to see uh how do you feel about the the monsters in breath of the wild as a whole i like enjoy like the little encampments like i like how you can like play with the physics to like take them out you know like oh i ran out of weapons because you know they degrade um but there's an iron box right here i'm just gonna like whip that up in the air and smash it on them a bunch of times or i'm gonna like you know stasis it and smash them into them uh i think that it's a really smart idea that they have like the blood moon that like resets them or else like it would not (laughs) you you know what i mean you just be like i've killed every enemy in the game and then there's nothing else yeah, yeah. (laughs) yeah so I think that there could have been maybe like, I mean, I'm getting like really nitpicky now because the game's fantastic. There could have been like a little <laughs> bit more variations or like, you know, maybe having like places that are like definitively harder. I know that there kind of is, but like, I don't know. I felt like sometimes once I was like late game, like I, I did all the divine beasts. I never beat Ganon, but 
late game, I'm just like, oh, I have these giant claymores and I could pretty much take on anything without like too much of yeah of a, of a worry, you know? Yeah, I totally agree with you on the variation. I think like even just making monsters sort of like region specific would have been cool. I know there's like, there's the different sort of color variations that show up in different areas, which I think is really awesome. But just like, I think it would be so tight if like, oh, if you need Lizalfos parts, like they only exist in the desert and the like tropical region only because they're lizards. So that makes yeah. sense. Um, but one thing that I really miss about Zelda games that I think was like really lacking in Breath of the Wild was the boss fights. Um, because the blight fights are fun. They're cool. They get kind of difficult. Um, but like, that hamburger dude in Link Between Worlds, I love that that dude. Like the, I think the the OG Zelda boss fights, which is why I kind of missed the temples because there were such these distinctive, interesting yes. looking bosses that like all had these different mechanics. So you have like the guy that you have to hit his tail and he like moves around and then he bumps you off the platform. And then there's blind, which is like this whole cool story of this like thieves hideout that you have to put the girl like in the light and she becomes blind, which that fight is ridiculously hard too. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, yeah. I miss that sort of like very distinct boss fight of like a monster that is localized to a dungeon or localized to a temple. And I think like Ocarina of Time did that really well where it's like, this yeah. is the water temple. It's a very water theme <laughs> boss. Like right. the um, the Blight Ganons, you know, the variations of it, they look different, but they kind of felt the same. And I, there's four, you know, yeah. then you could fight yeah. the guardians like, or the, you know, like the special dragons or animals or, you know, you like, I, I don't even remember. I don't, I didn't get all of them, but there was like this giant dragon on top of a, uh, mountain that I killed. Well, not... You that... don't kill those dragons. Whoa! Oh, you oh you clean them off or whatever. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It, it yeah. felt like a, it's a boss fight. It's yeah. It's like a it's like a mini mini boss mini mini thing. Boss. Um, those dragons are so so cool. The, <laughs> I know the, the song that plays when you get close to a dragon is like one of my favorite Zelda tracks. And like all time. the mini bosses, like is something I also miss. Like there was like a lot in the, yeah you know Zelda games prior. It's like oh like you know you kind of have like guardians and like i guess that that could count or like when you go into a shrine mm -hmm. and you have the you know guardians but i definitely agree with you bosses kind of could be better and i think they will because in breath of the wild too i mean hopefully there's some different form of the antagonist right like i don't right. think it's gonna i don't think we'll see deathlight if it's deathlight again i'm gonna lose it because <laughs> They, I think, yeah, I think that's my biggest fear is that it's just more of the same. Like, I I love Breath of the Wild. I've played it for like 200 plus hours. I would love to play more of it if there's more of it to be had. But also, like, if you're making a whole new game, like, I do want to see some sort of, you know, different stuff. <laughs> yeah, I think my biggest worry is that they're going to lean more into the, like, open world aspect which they did a really good job with like in breath of the wild but i'm worried that like that's what a lot of people liked about it they like the physics they like you know if you've ever seen someone speed run the game it's like insane they yeah, just like yeah, are yeah. launching themselves they're breaking all the rules which is super fun that the like the developers let that happen and they didn't just like immediately patch that stuff out mm -hmm. but 
I'm just worried that they're going to see like the reaction that people had with that open world stuff and be like, we really need to laser in on this. We're going to add more, you know, stuff and then kind of not develop like an interesting story. But that's again, it's just a worry I have. It's not something that I actually think yeah. will happen. I, I, I don't have that much of a worry about the story because I know that they care a lot about the Zelda story. Like, I think, honestly, I think their, like, at least attempt to solve the timeline in Skyward Sword, which I I honestly could give or take. I don't really care about the, like, separate timelines thing. Yeah. Like, I think it's just kind of messy. But, but um, you know, their sort of commitment to making a cohesive story, I think um, it really... I'm so sorry. If you no, hear no don't worry. Outside. Don't worry. <laughs> Um, their commitment to creating that cohesive story is, is something that I have faith in because Zelda is like one of their like darling franchises. Like I mean, not it's, gonna... it's their best franchise, I would say. Like, yeah. I mean, they, <laughs> they've forgotten about a lot of them, but that this is definitely one that they're not ever going to forget about. Yeah. So I have faith. Yeah. I do hope that they put Twilight Princess on the switch eventually. I think if they did a like pack of Wii games like they did for the like NES and SNES compilation things that they have on there. Um that would be so sick. <laughs> I'd be so tight. I'd be so down for that. And you can use a Joy-Con like a Wiimote so easily. Yeah, they've like so. locked in their motion controls. They're releasing Switch Sports, you know. So they definitely have that technology yeah. now. Yeah. They could they could do it. They could do it. What is your least favorite Zelda game? I mean, I don't know if we, oh, oh, yeah, we already covered that. Okay. Um, well, what about like the handheld? Have you ever played any of the handhelds? Like where I know yeah. that which ones so, do you like and which ones? Have the you I think actually I played Majora's Mask on my 3DS. Okay. I, that was the first time I played Majora's Mask. That was a good port 3DS. too. I enjoyed that I did that like one. that a lot. The Switch I, port is bad. Don't, 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 don't play it on oh, the Switch. Okay, good to know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I have it on my 3DS, so I'm not going <laughs> to buy it again. Yeah. but um i really like that one um my one of my favorite zeldas of all time like i think if i'm i were to rate like my top three zeldas it would be link to the past and then link between worlds which is the 3ds release yeah and then breath of the wild link between worlds is a perfect zelda game and I live by that. <laughs> like, it is so fun. It doesn't take itself too seriously. It like sort of leans into the more goofy stuff, which I think is present in Link to the Past because Link Between Worlds is a direct yeah, remake or it's sequel. The you know? Spiritual success. Yeah, yeah. It's the same map. It's the same yeah. sort of story. Um, but the mechanics in it are so good. Like, they're so good. They introduce two concepts that make it different than every other Zelda game that I think make it so like so seamless to play. One is you can rent or buy the items instead of like going from dungeon to dungeon and finding all the items you need. Um, this character Ravio lives in your house. Yeah, <laughs> He's like, I'm going to set up a shop here. And you're like, I live here, dude. And he's like, nah, not I set anymore. up a shop here. Not anymore. Yeah. yeah, not anymore because I put my shop here. So you can't live here, um, which is hilarious. Um, and 
his system is you rent the items and if you die, he takes them back or you can buy them for an exorbitant amount of money. So you always want to rent them and then it urges you not to die, which is really cool. Um, And it makes it so much more open world. I think Link Between Worlds is the best open world Zelda next to Breath of the Wild, which is like an actual open world Zelda because it really allows you to go to the temples in any order that you want you just need the right item for it. And if you don't have that item, then you can't do that temple yet. Yeah. And they do sort of scale in difficulty, but uh, you know, if you're good enough, then that's no biggie. You can go to the hardest one first. That's fine. I also <laughs> um, love which is the, awesome. Yeah. I love the mechanic where you just like smack yourself on a wall and like crawl yes. through a little crack. And it's like, oh, this is high rule. You're gonna go to low rule. Like that's yes. the alternate yes. world. And I'm like, yes. I love how they're just being goofy with it. Like, we couldn't think of a better name. We're just yeah. gonna go with this. Like, and no I, one's gonna care because the game is amazing. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I love that's the I mean, that's the other mechanic that I was gonna say is like that makes it just incredibly cool is the painting mechanic, which I I have this quote like etched into my brain, which is from um Aaron Hansen's sequelitis about Zelda, where he talks about Link Between Worlds. And he says that the painting mechanic in Link Between Worlds is it becomes as intuitive as jumping is in Mario games. Like mm. it it is it changes the way you interact with every single environment because previously you couldn't i mean in every other zelda game other than breath of the wild link doesn't jump he gets to the edge of a platform and jumps automatically but most of the time it's like if you see a gap that's too big then well i can't make that because i can't jump and in this one if there's a wall next to that gap then you can make it because you have the painting ability and it's so cool I, th- I also think the story in that game is really cool even though it is sort of like a save the princess thing yeah uh, whatever it's fine <laughs> um the idea the whole like lore around low rule is so interesting to me because in link to the past it's just the dark world and it's like this place is evil this <laughs> yeah <laughs> this place yeah. is the evil bad place and we don't like it so we're gonna you know destroy it and sever it um from hyrule because it's infecting our world or whatever and causing problems and that's fine for an snes game but for a 3ds game years later i thought it was really really interesting how like low rule had its own kingdom and own yeah. princess and its own sort of problems that it was having and and hilda the dark zelda had her own sort of uh very interesting story that game is perfect i i gotta replay that game yeah oh my gosh i'm mad i don't i i had a 2ds Mm-hmm. Um, and I used to play it all the time and then it, I ended up like dropping it and it like shattered and no. I never got it. I'm super sad. Yeah. Uh, my favorite Zelda game is Majora's Mask. I'm just going to get that out of the way. It's a great one. It is. A it's really a great one. one. Um, <laughs> I haven't played like a lot of the old ones. Like I haven't played the original Legend of Zelda, like the 1986 mm-hmm. version or even like Zelda 2. The first one I did play was A Link to the Past and I'm yeah. not mad about that. Yeah. I mean, I think the original Zelda is... I've like explored it a little bit. I've seen people play it. Um, but I think for anyone that's like getting into Zelda, it's like, it's not the best introduction. Yeah, no, it, it, it doesn't explain um, anything. You like just yeah, have to look up no a story. It's, it's, you don't know where anything is. They hid like staircases under like random bushes in yeah. the game. And it's like, okay, this is very clearly like a first Nintendo console Nintendo game. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, you might fine. find this interesting. So, um, you know, like the McElroys, um, Griffin McElroy, and he does like a YouTube live stream where he plays, I can't remember if it's a link to the past. He plays one of the old school 
Zelda games with a guy. To the, trial by Fury. <laughs> yes, trial yes. by Fury. Um, so if you haven't heard of that, he plays as Guy Fieri. It's mod, but he only has one hit point. So like, if he gets hit once, like he has to start over, which I think is very right. fun. Um, yeah, that's a very very cool series. I've been rewatching with my rewatching, but my roommates have been watching it for the first time. Griffin's uh, Pokemon Y Nuzlocke Run, which if you haven't seen is I have absolutely not absolutely <laughs> delightful. Oh my god, it's on Polygon's YouTube channel. It's so good. You get so invested I in know. those little Pokemon. <laughs> he, it's so good. He's like all three of them I like, but Griffin's definitely my favorite. He's like, I don't know how to explain <laughs> it. He's just unapologetically himself. Like there's yeah. nothing that he's trying to hide. And if he ends up being a horrible person, I don't know how much longer I have on this earth. But I don't think so because like they're very vocal about like causes and my brother and my brother and me raises money for a lot of like really important charities. So fingers crossed on that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if they go yeah. down, I'm going down with them. Uh, you heard it here first. <laughs> so we have lots of things to look forward to. Not until next year though. Do you ever play Spirit Tracks? I did not. I did like, not. No. I didn't. It, it wasn't wasn't good wasn't i don't good. think so no, no. Um, the one with the train yeah Tracks. yeah it, it was i didn't think it was okay um right, well enough. is there any other zelda thoughts that you want to put out there before we start to wrap up um the only other zelda thoughts i have are to nintendo please don't burn out your workers your employees i'm begging you please give me a playable zelda in the next 10 years i'm begging you um where you play as zelda I just want to play a Zelda. <laughs> give it, give it, give it to us just for the girls and the gays, please. I need this. <laughs> we need this. Um, <laughs> in the episode that we had put out, I mean, this is going to come out a little bit after it, but the Dapper Penguin episode, we interviewed a games tester who is actually contracted um, by Nintendo. He couldn't say what game he was working on, but I was just like, was it Breath of the Wild too? Is it Breath of the <laughs> He's like, I literally signed an NDA. I was like, just wink twice if it was Breath of the Wild too. <laughs> um, so I thought that was fun. Now, I've never played this game called Stardew Valley. And okay. I know you've played this on your streams. You're a very big I've Stardew Valley. <laughs> I've never ever. played Stardew Valley. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was fucking hate that game. I was no. really into Har <laughs> Harvest Moon growing up. I oh, yeah. loved Harvest Moon. Those were uh -huh. my favorite, some of my favorite games. And I know that like Concerned Ape was like, he made this game like single-handedly. If you don't know who he is, he's like coolest person in the world. He made one of the most popular <laughs> games of all time by himself. Shout out, Eric. All, all the, oh, you know him by the first name. Okay. Yeah, his name's uh, Eric. Oh, it, it, I didn't know if that was common knowledge or not. It uh, is, it is. <laughs> Uh, well, first off, I'm going to, I'm saying a lot of things. Haunted Chocolatier, that's going to come out. That's his oh, new game that he's working on. So excited. Uh, but I swear I, to God, the day, the day that game drops, I'm starting stream and playing. Yeah. It like, doesn't matter I where I'm at. I, I, I'm going to play Stardew Valley this year. Um, okay. I just, I've been like, you ever see like a game you're like, I know I'm going to love this game. I might like yeah. it a little bit too much though. And like, it might become <laughs> yes. like the only thing yeah. that I play. Dude, yes, absolutely. When Animal Crossing updated, my friend Leia was like, I can't, I can't update it. I can't, I can't buy the I DLC because I have work to do. Like, yeah. I can't get back into Animal Crossing. <laughs> I genuinely don't think I'm going to be strong enough. Like, I already am like, <laughs> like having a hard time like summer, not playing summer 2022. Ring. I know that's what I'm saying. Like, I'll have yeah. a lot of time then. Mm -hmm. But 
uh, Stardew Valley is like essentially like his version of Harvest Moon. He enjoyed the games. He's like, I want to make something like that. And then yeah, he ended up yeah. making a way better version, obviously, <laughs> with the new technology that we have now. Yeah. But what uh, what about like Stardew Valley do you really enjoy? I know that it's like, a you know, a good amount of your stream content. What, yeah. what, what hooks you? Well, I think it's a great, I mean, content wise, I think it's a great stream game because my streams when I play Stardew, when I'm not like really focusing in on a single aspect of the game, like if something's going on in the game, then I'll, you know, pay attention to it. But yeah. most of that game is just going from day to day to day and doing your sort of silly little chores. <laughs> um, and so for content, it really is a just chatting stream with a game in the background. Yeah. And that is great because I love to talk to my Twitch chat one-on-one -on -one and sort of like have hold a conversation with them and Stardew is the perfect game to do that whereas like other games that have um you know either like voice acting cutscenes as an element of them or anything like that it sort of interrupts the conversation um but Stardew is, is perfect to just you know talk to Chad yeah <laughs> um so I love that part of it and the other part of it is that uh people that love to watch Stardew Valley streams love that game so much. Like that is my favorite part of it because before I streamed it, I don't think I ever had a Stardew file that went past one year ever. Like I think maybe like, I, I remember playing it like when it first came out because I had heard about it because like people on Tumblr were talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> like that's the scene that I was in. Um, people were like, oh my God, new farming sim. Like, let's play this game. Like when it first came out and I liked it well enough, but it was sort of like not the type of game where I was just going to like boot it up on my own and play it, you know, just while I listen to something in the background or anything like that. Like it's not, it wasn't engaging enough for me to do that. Um, but having people in a Twitch chat that love it so much, you just like feel that energy. It like creates this feedback loop of like, we want to see you do this in the game. And so you want to see it as well. Yeah. And so there's a lot of that game that does not get explained. And uh, we hate backseaters in this. <laughs> I feel like we do no backseaters allowed. But with Stardew, I feel like it's a little different because a lot of people want to see your reaction to certain things. And so they'll sort of lead you in a direction when they like really want to see something. And that aspect of backseating, I am all for um, because it doesn't feel like backseating. Yeah. It's just sort of like they think that you'll really love this part. And so they sort of lead you in that direction um, as viewers, which is really, really cool. Um, the other thing about it is it kind of like has all of these aspects to it that make it more of a community game, I find. So when I was in the late stages of the farm that I 100%ed um, on stream, I was doing a lot of decorating. And so having people in the chat be like, maybe try this, maybe try this, maybe do this, maybe that. Um, when I was like asking them directly, you know, yeah. what should I do here? Um, was awesome because I can look back on that file and look back on the videos I've made from it and like point to certain things and know who suggested them. Like there's a part of that, uh, the sort of uh, decorating aspect where I didn't know that you could place little torches on fence posts and they look like tall, like torches. Yeah. Um, and I didn't know you could do that, but one of my chatters who goes by Comet 
said, you should do this. It would look really cool in this little foresty area. And I look at that in my save and I'm like, that oh. person that was in my chat suggested to do that. Like, that's rad. <laughs> like, yeah, it's is- so cool. Um, which is really cool. And I think the characters in it are just really interesting too. All of the like villagers and the way that they interact with each other um, is is brilliant. I think they're they're awesome. I'm really excited for Haunted Chocolatier to see just what new characters we get. And people have very strong opinions on like who you should marry or like, you know oh, what I yeah, mean? Like yeah. who's their favorite. And mm-hmm. I just, I, I really enjoy watching the game because I think you brought up some good points. Like it, you can just chat with people. Like it's not like, unless you're in the, unless you're doing like Junimo car, unless you're in like the, um, the, <laughs> the, the caves. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah. You know, you, there's nothing like time pressing. Like, yeah. Oh, we can go back right. again to it tomorrow. Yeah. Like there's times where I'm in the middle of a Valorant match and someone like brings a really good point up and I'm like, I would love to get into that, but like I got 10 seconds before people start <laughs> shooting at me again. Like, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. It's another reason why I kind of like took a step back from streaming Fortnite because like I love it and we know who plays Fortnite. It's the, you know, the people in the Mulcoy SP. We do. The Fortnite. Um, so players. it's, be- yes, it's become like an off stream <laughs> game for me because like it just gets so chaotic sometimes. And sometimes mm-hmm. I'm like, I literally, like I just feel bad sometimes where I'm like, ah, oh, people are coming here to interact with me. And like, I'm basically spending like 10 to 15 minutes at a time, like not interacting with anybody in the chat. Um, so yeah, that's, I, I mean, maybe that's why I love watching Stardew because I, it's, it's just that constant interaction. You, you know, you can give feedback. Like, like you said, you're not spoiling anything, but you're like, oh, like, wouldn't it be cool if we tried to do this today? Or like, if mm-hmm. you didn't even have any ideas, people, people love those games though. And you yeah. can mod them too. I've seen people do like community yeah. farms where they have like four or five people that are all on the same farm. And yeah, I mean, like, the that, mod scene seems pretty active. Yeah. I mean, the co-op thing isn't, isn't modded. That's in oh, the really? vanilla oh, game. That's now. Just... Yeah. 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 That, I mean, it was a later update, but that's in the vanilla game now, which is so cool. Um, It's so funny. I, two of my best friends who are engaged, they were super into Stardew Valley and like thinking about like why I didn't play Stardew Valley for that long off before I started streaming. Whereas like these two like would literally like pass a MacBook back and forth, like playing Stardew Valley. And so they were playing together on one file. Um, And I've told them so many times, I'm like, you guys got to get a co-op farm (laughs) and marry each other in the game. Uh, that's because, a, like, wait that's an option that's so fun yeah, yeah yeah you can like marry another farmer in the game you don't even have to marry an npc if you're doing co-op which is so cool um but the modding scene is really cool too yeah um i'm playing with a, a very popular mod right now on stream called um stardew valley expanded which just adds like huge swaths of new areas and characters and quest lines and all that stuff and it just it enhances the game so much and the one thing that I love about the Stardew community is like how into mods concerned Ape is. Like yeah. he loves the modding community. Like this is super well known. He is like all in on the Stardew mods to the point where when the 1.5 update got released, which introduced um, Ginger Island, which was a whole new area of the game. Um, he literally gave popular modders the update early so that they could update their mods in time for the release that's so fun which is awesome i bet i mean like if i developed a game by myself like i'd be like if someone's willing to put in work to add more content to this like i'm not gonna make it harder for them to do that like i'm gonna make it easier for them (laughs) yeah absolutely Uh, absolutely i i'm definitely gonna hop into it this year i've just i don't know it's just one of those games where i'm like i know i'm gonna love it but it's also one of those games where 
I've heard this exact sentiment of like, I know I would love this game so much, but you look at people who have played it for so many hours. Like I would have people come into my, tw- my uh, Twitch chat when I was like very, very close to 100%ing my game and being like, I want to play this game, but there's so much in it yeah. that's overwhelming. And so it just sort of like, they get they get to this wall of like i want to play this game but it's too much yeah. and so like the one piece of advice that i always give new players is like you don't have to get everything done in a day like yeah. you're not you don't have to speed run the game like at all like like my farm looks like this because i'm five years into the game like <laughs> like your farm is not going to look like this right away and you're going to get everything done. Don't worry. <laughs> and it, it kind of seems like one of those games where like there are specific, like if you're trying to build like relationships, you know, you have to like meet people or give people things at certain times. Yeah. And like, I'm not against like, like games that like you might need to look at a wiki for. And like, I've definitely heard that Stardew sure. Valley is one of the ones where it's like, don't be afraid to look something up if you need to, yeah. instead of like getting yourself really frustrated, wasting time. Like, right. it's not like a story thing, but. Yeah. I mean, that's another thing that I love about the Twitch chat is that the Twitch yeah, chatters who love Stardew Valley you, are yeah. literal dictionaries. Like yeah. they will, I will say, guys, when can I catch the puffer fish? And they'll be like <laughs> 12 to six <laughs> in yeah. the ocean. I'll be like, thank you. <laughs> when I, when I first started streaming like Minecraft, like I hadn't played it in like eight years. Like I played it in high school, oh, yeah. took a totally huge break. Game. So it was a totally different game. And I didn't even like play it before going live. I was just like, Let's, this is a fun game. I remember having fun with this. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm like, oh my God. And then, but pe- just like that, people love that game. And they're like, no, this is how you make this. Like, this is, you know, that's, mm-hmm. I didn't know what a mini zombie was. And it came rushing at me that I remember that distinctly. I'm like, oh my, what the, I was like, what the fuck is this thing? Like, I don't remember this. I ever mean, being to be thing. fair, that thing sucks. Yeah. Oh yeah. Baby zombie hate club. <laughs> I got my first ender dragon fight. I think you were there. I don't know. Where, I don't know. Name? I don't know. It was it was a few months ago, but that was like my first real Ender Dragon fight. And I was like, oh, wait, I the finally... Mokoid SMP season two is your first yeah. Ender Dragon fight? I yeah. wasn't there. Yeah, it was. <gasps> I, I didn't get the kill on it, though. So I still don't have the achievement because I we'll died. Fi- okay, we'll I, go fight the dragon. I died. We'll go fight the dragon. Um, well, we are running <laughs> a little bit low on time. Okay. Stella, where could people find you if they enjoyed this conversation? They want to check out your content. So you I'll can link find it. In, I'll link it in the bio too. But oh my I want, God, you, I want you to so talk much. about it. <laughs> <laughs> I want, I want um, so I stream three times a week on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays um, on twitch.tv slash Stella Joe. That's with three L's though, which is confusing for people, but it's fine. It's S-T-L-L-L-A-J-O, uh, which that is my username also on TikTok. Uh, and Twitter as well. You can find me on those places. I all of those social all medias will be linked <laughs> in the episode description. Um, I can a huge vouch. Um, I don't honestly. I really don't watch a lot of streams. Like, and when I do, like you're always like kind of live at like a good time for me. It's like right after work. I'm like, yeah. oh, something, something to make the serotonin <laughs> go a little burr. So I'll always try to tune in when I can. But no, Stella does a really good job interacting and talking and like fun stories too. Like you go on tangents. It's always a good time. Like I do go on tangents a lot, <laughs> but it's I would much rather like, I don't know if you're like clicking into a random stream, you're like, oh, let's see how this is. I'd rather someone be like emphatically speaking like about something that they're excited yeah. about than be like, oh, this person's not talking and they're playing Call of Duty. You know what I mean? Like. I feel like people well, see your first mistake is clicking into a Call of Duty stream. I'm yeah. kidding. That's a joke. That's <laughs> no, a joke. No, no, joke. no, this is, we, we hate on Call of Duty on this podcast. Oh, we do. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, 
that Activision Blizzard, maybe they're going to get their shit together. Oh, true. Now oh, that yeah, they're no, owned by Microsoft. Call of Duty. Yeah, I no, totally you know, forgot. Are, yeah. Fuck them. Before we go, I, someone <laughs> like brought this up, but like, yes, we hate Activision Blizzard, but like, over the summer, there was like that huge, like, we need to, you know, we're going to protest Call of Duty. And then like a bunch of streamers, like, I'm never going to play Warzone again. And then like a week later, they started playing Warzone. So that That's frustrated not me. great. I know. Spineless little jellyfish streamers. Yes, my full yes, chest. My computer battery is at 15% because I did not okay. bring my charger downstairs. So, Stella, it was lovely talking to you. Um, yeah, feel free. Well, we're scheduling out again i think you're the last uh person from the first round of interviews so we'd love to have you back on sometime hell yeah we'll have to come up with a new topic valorant once you start getting more into valorant we'll talk about that honestly tomorrow's (laughs) good for me i have dinner tonight with my parent with my um father-in-law so uh, I played oh, a yeah. comp game last night at 1130 at night and I lost. So I am don't play right. competitive. Literally don't play competitive. It's not worth it. Unless, 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 unless you squat up with people. <laughs> it's so hard. I played by myself. Yeah. We had a, our, one of our teammates was literally throwing, like they were shooting us with the Sova shocker, Ooh. like trying to kill us. And I'm like, Oh my God. In competitive it's ranked. That's, I, that blows. I'm going to uh, be the lowest ranked possible. Up. I'm going to be iron three. I can tell. <laughs> Already, well, I'm on rank, so feel good about yourself. Stay on rank. Anyway, right? thank you for All having right. me. No problem. <laughs> All right, Pixel Pals out. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you'd like to hear more, please make sure you're subscribed to us on Spotify or really anywhere that you get podcasts. You know, we're on Apple Podcasts. We're we're, we're all over the place. Um, also, be sure to check out our Twitter, Pixel Pals Pod, and uh, TikTok as well. We also have a Patreon linked in our Twitter, so please feel free to support us. You know, we're we're doing this for fun. Um, however, you know, if you we we love the support. You guys are the absolute best. If you enjoyed the show, also be sure to review us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Uh, Leave us a good review. Uh, Don't be too critical. We're just getting started here. We're learning. Um, Also, as well, uh, be sure to, you know, follow us on our our socials, uh, just like Zach said. And we just appreciate everybody kind of taking their time out of their day to listen to us. But those ratings do really help us. So that kind of brings us up the ranks on those charts. Uh, Again, we're not trying to get wildly famous, but it would be nice if somebody besides my wife listened. (laughs) <laughs> all right just kidding we know that you're out there and we've heard a lot of great responses uh, across social media so thank you so much and zach do you want to sign us out pixel pals out pixel pals out